Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Just Say Gway. I'm your host, George Gway. Today I'm run by J.C. Gondo, who was just drafted fifth overall in the MLS Super Draft by the Vancouver Whitecaps. J.C., thank you so much for coming on the show, and congratulations. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Yeah, so how's this all been? You know, you get picked about, I think, about a month ago. Now you're in uh, preseason. You're trying to make the team hopefully make your MLS debut you know, really soon. How's this all been? Uh, the process, like, since the draft was, like, really, like, hard for me because I had to go back to France to, like, all the my paper and the visa thing. So, like, I first joined the team in Spain because I couldn't go to Vancouver because I was still waiting for my Canadian visa. So I had to go to Spain through the, pro um, through the process was, like, going on. And after that, I, I arrived in Vancouver, like, the 8th, like, Wednesday. Like my first time in Vancouver was actually like Wednesday. And since everything went good, it's just like all the process before coming here was really long. But without that, like the last month and even the last year, everything was really good for me. Yeah, definitely a process it sounds like. And you know, that wasn't your first big move. You're from, you were born in Cameroon, but uh, moved to France at a young age. Could you just take me through what it was like, you know, arriving in France, you know, not only uh, trying to adapt to the culture there and, and probably the language, but also just trying to become a soccer player there as well. Uh, you know, you've seen them win a World Cup. They have probably the best player in the world right now in Mbappe, which I'm sure you love seeing, uh, especially being from uh, France. PSG is really successful. Just what's it all been like, you know, over these last, uh, I'd say, you know, a couple of decades? Uh, moving from Cameroon to France wasn't a big deal because I was a kid. And I feel like when you're a kid, everything is coming in your life. You just take it and enjoy it because you feel like everything is new as a kid. Like every single day you, you do a new thing. Every single day you, you see new thing and you just want to embrace and like uh, really like experience every single thing you see. So moving from Cameroon to France, for me, was normal. Like for me, it was just like I didn't even know we actually take a plane for moving from Cameroon to France. For me, it was just like a usual like travel to another country and I was going to France to be with my dad and my siblings so it wasn't really like a big thing and I'm really happy we did it because I don't think I would be like the player I am even the man I am if this thing didn't happen in my life like earlier so I'm really happy about like all this thing the f moving Cameroon for France and being able to like play soccer in France being able to be a part of the French formation and like all the thing around like the French academy and stuff like this like really helped me to like to improve my game and also like to be the the man I am. Yeah, for sure. You know, France is such a great country and it must have been a great experience for you to grow up in, as you just mentioned. Uh, I just want to talk about, you know, for soccer, just you said it definitely made you the player that you are. You know, how competitive is it? Because I'm from the United States and a lot of kids play soccer when they're five years old, but they stop because they think it's boring. They don't want to watch it. Uh, kids play five sports growing up at the same time in the United States, but you know, it seems like France is just one of those countries, and maybe that's why they're so successful that, you know, the focus is on soccer when you're you're playing sports as a kid. Yeah, like, obviously, I feel like, for me, France is, like, the best place to play soccer. Even, like, a lot of people doesn't make it in France because, like, everyone is just too good. Like, you have a lot of kids, like, really good, really have a lot of talent, a lot of, but they end up not making it, not being a professional soccer player, just, like, at the like a not like a great level like not a high level they end up playing like in a level like 
lower is because everyone is so good. Everyone like know the game. Everyone watch the game. Everyone know how to actually play the game. So like be becoming a professional soccer player is such a challenge. It's a huge, huge challenge. Like you say in US, I feel like it's basketball, like basketball or football American. American football, everyone wants to be like uh, the next LeBron James or want to play like NFL. So it's really like uh, challenging for kids to make it. And in France, soccer is the same thing, especially in Paris where you have like a lot of kids, like really good at soccer. So like playing the game and being able like at an age to make it to a professional level is a huge accomplishment. And after you have like all the things like making have a great career, but just make it to the professional level is a really like huge accomplishment. Yeah, definitely. You know, I don't think you could have said it any better, better on how it is in the United States. You know, at one point when I was a kid, I wanted to be the next LeBron James, but you know, that didn't work out. And uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely got to make it more challenging for you guys that, you know, when you guys win a world cup, everyone wants to be a part of that. And um, it increases the sport even more than, it possibly could become, you know, I really got a kick out of it. I don't know if you watched any of the uh, U.S. coverage of the World Cup or those games, but they always said, oh, you know, just, just wait a few years because the United States has a lot of young guys. And I was saying, hey, I think the young guys on France look pretty good too, you know, especially Mbappe. So, uh, About well, that, I feel like the next World yeah. Cup, I feel like the U.S. will be really good at the next World Cup. Like, in my opinion, not just because I'm here and, like, like I like the country. Like I really think, like the last World Cup, I was I was really impressed about like how US play, especially against England. I feel like they really compete and they actually had a chance. To, they deserve to win it. They didn't. But I feel like the next generation of the, this generation will be really good. Will be like at a high age, like maybe way more older, mature. So they will be able like to actually do something. Like if I have to like bet on something. For me, the U.S. go like at least in the quarterfinal, at least on the next World Cup. Yeah, I hope so. They got a score. You know, they had a lot of zero-zero ties, but you know, who knows what can happen. So, you know, speaking of the United States, you chose to come to the United States. Another big move. You went to UNC Greensboro. You know, how did that process work? You know, I went to Providence College, where we did have a few guys make the journey from an international uh, place far away. I was just wondering. How did you end up at UNC Greensboro? It's different for me because, like you say, like soccer, like as a kid, you never like feel like, oh, I'm going to US place, I'm going to US play football. You just know like the state is not the best place to play football. Like when you're a kid and you're growing up in Europe, you never feel like, oh, your dream is never like, I want to go to the US to be the best football player. Like you never think about. So I, like all the kids, my dream was to be a professional soccer player and play in Europe, playing the high level, the highest level, play the Champions League and play all these things. And it's still my dream. But I arrived at an age where I didn't know like where my life would be. I didn't know what can I do in my life. It was like around the COVID time. I was like, I don't know. Like soccer wasn't really working for me. I was looking for a new option in my life and making the move from friends to US, it wasn't a lot about soccer. It was more about like my life. It was more about like the man I wanted to be later. Like I will have a family one day. I already have like my my dad, my siblings and all of these things. I just don't want to like go from club to club, team to team without knowing like what is actually my life. So I talked about all of these things. I pray about like I'm really I'm a really faithful guy. 
for Asgard because it's a really good, great move, like and a huge move. Going to France, to US, like it's like no comeback after. So I pray about, I have to go from God. So I decided to make the move, but it was less about talking, but more about like the man I wanted to be and the life I wanted to breathe. Yeah, for sure. So, and that's definitely you know a great thing that you did. Going to college in the United States is definitely something that's a high achievement and something that a lot of people should strive strive for. And you were able to accomplish that. Uh, one of my questions about UNC Greensboro is just that what's the environment like? You know, because I was just it's a school that I don't really have a lot of familiarity of. Uh, I did interview. Uh, Joey Skinner a few weeks ago who got drafted. I know you played with him. Uh, we, yeah. didn't, we didn't really touch a lot on the school because, uh, you know, he just came from Clemson. But uh, what is UNC Greensboro like? I think it's the best place if you want to be. If, like, not even just as an athlete, as a man. Like, I met people there. Like, I will be close with them my whole life. Like, when I first went to U.S., I didn't know a, a word of English. I couldn't speak English at all. I was I like I moved from a place where I was with my family into a place where I don't I didn't know people beside the coach I talked with and I met like for soccer and when I arrived there like I like since day one I felt like I was home the people I met like the academic coach the coaching my teammate and even the people around like the community was really great with me so like I never felt like oh, I'm in a place where I feel like a stranger. I always felt like home there and obviously like the soccer worked really good for me but it was more because i felt good there like the people made me feel feel good so because i was good like in my heart in my mind i could play the game the way people show me and saw me play but it was more because of the people around because of the community because of the people i met it was more because of that like i feel like it's the for me, it might not be the best place for someone else, but for me, it was the best project, the best place. And I will always come called Greensboro like home. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. It's amazing that it seems like it's a place that you definitely want to go back to. You know, if the time was right and the occasion was right, you know, you left your mark on there as a soccer player and as a person, and you have a great uh, backstory as well, which just makes the whole journey and process worthwhile. So let's get into soccer. You know, your first season there, you were there, the SoCon freshman of the year. Uh, however, the team did not make the NCAA tournament. Going into that next season, it seems like you were definitely a player that not only wanted to achieve more for yourself, but also get the team into the NCAA tournament as well. How important was going into that second year for you? Uh, like, when I first came, it was more like, a, I was like, a, it was more like an experience. Like, I didn't know every, anything about college, okay. So everything was new for me. Like the only thing I, I knew was playing soccer, but I didn't really know the rules and how everything worked. Like NCAA soccer, like how much game you have, how many games you have to win, or if you don't win this, or you don't make it, or if you win this, or you have the IPI. Or like I didn't know all of this. Thing. For me, it was just like, oh, we win game, we make it. We don't, we don't win game, we out. So when we didn't make it to the NCAA tournament, I really felt like. It wasn't fair because we beat Clemson that year. We beat a lot of teams. We lost like, yeah, we lost silly game at the beginning of the year. But beside that, we were one of the best team in the country, in my opinion. So we, we really deserve like a shot in the NCAA. But I really felt like the, the NCAA and everything wasn't like really fair for us. So going to my second year, I was focused. 
like i was focused like this year i don't want to like wait for someone to say oh you went to jimeki like in my head i was like i want us to be able to make it without waiting help for any more anyone like we're gonna make it because the way we play because our result because of everything we did gonna make us make it to the tournament and show to people how good we are and who is UNCG. So it was my mindset. Obviously, you always have like a goal for yourself. Like I want to score that much goal. I want to assist that much like goal. But like my focus was more like I want to win. I want to win the the regular season. I want to win the so-called. And I want to win the NCAA. We didn't make it. But I feel like people now know UNCG and people now respect UNCG. And I think that's the that's better than obviously winning always like you always want to win but like the respect we have now from the NCAA the respect we have like from the other school is something I really like I'm really proud about yeah definitely you know like you said those wins like against teams like Clemson that puts you on the national spotlight it uh, seems to give you that respect and you know you're able to put more of it together the next season you become an all-american is a great achievement, but you also go to the NCAA tournament and you get two victories. And you took out some pretty good programs like Ohio State and Stanford. You know, Stanford was fifth in the country when you guys played them for the rankings. Just, you know, what was that uh, run like? And how important was it to you knowing that, hey, I, I achieved what I wanted to achieve in terms of individual things, but, you know, I left some history uh, or made history along the way with my college? And, you know, when we beat. Ohio State, when we beat Stanford, it wasn't a surprise for us. Like, we knew we can compete at the same level than those schools. We may not have the same money. We may not have the same, like, uh, facilities and everything. But we, we were all starving about winning. We all knew who we are. We all knew how good the team was, how good the coaching staff is, and how hard we worked to be there. So we never look at Stanford like, oh, that's Stanford. We look at them like eyes to like eyes and eyes, and we are ready like to play them and beat them. So, like all of us have the same mindset and wanted the same thing. It was nothing about like I want to be the best player on the team. I want to be the goal scorer on the team. We all wanted to win. We all wanted to make something big. We all wanted to make like the communities. We all wanted to do something for UNCG. So it was the mindset of the team. So the fact that like, we made it to the Elite Eight, beat those programs, was just like, a, like people, what people like saw, like people saw like, oh, they are, they're actually good. But we already knew it. Just people just see it after. But us as a player and as a coaching staff and everything around, we already knew how good we are and what we're capable to do. So it was just to show to people that. Yeah, definitely, you know, that having the mindset that can get, be the uh, biggest thing in getting a victory against a team like that. We've seen that from time uh, in sports time again. And, uh, you know, it's also – that's the type of game where college soccer – or future college soccer players could say, you know, I want to go to this school and look what they're doing. You know, that's a program that I want to be a part of. And I'm, I'm sure you made a very uh, very big – much big difference in the recruiting for UNC Greensboro. Uh, so I just want to ask you a soccer question because – you know, two of the games that you won were on penalty kicks, and everyone says they're against penalty kicks when it's when it doesn't work out for or when, when it works out against them. 
I was just wondering what are your thoughts on penalty kicks because we saw it in the World Cup final as well. I think it's a part of the game. <laughs> you have to be able to to shoot it and score it. Like obviously have a keeper in front of you. I'm not the best penalty taker in the world, like now, but I feel like it's a part of the game. And we walk the penalty kick every single day at training since I think October. Like in we start like in October, we start to practice penalty kick every single day. So when we went to Ohio State, Stanford, and we knew Isaac will save one, at least one. We knew that. So all the players we had to take it, knew just, I just have to score my my penalty kick because I trust Isaac. And Isaac trusts them to score. And we all knew like what we're capable to do because we practice. I feel like practice is just like, just get the habit of getting on the same side every every time. And because you know how good you are and because the keeper, when we practice, know where you go. And if you can score on the keeper where you know where you go, you can score on every keeper. So penalty kick wasn't a luck, it wasn't a lucky thing for us. We knew if we go to penalty kick again, every single team, we're gonna win it because we practice them. Yeah, practice makes preparation. You know, I'm just really glad that you said it's part of the game because you know, I brought up two different situations where you might be for it and you might be against it. And some people are really against it, but then when it works out for them, they're they're really for it. So I'm glad you have sort of a neutral opinion about it. So what was it like also the, the draft process signing with Generation Adidas because, you know, we just see with you guys, right? I see from afar, the whole combine and signing with Adidas and getting drafted, it happens very fast for you guys. And I was just wondering what was that process like for you? Because, you know, we see some sports, the drafts are well, well way after their team seasons end and they get some time to reflect and make their decision. I mean, you guys really don't have much time at all. And I was just wondering, how was that process for you? Uh, you think about the whole year. Like, you know, if, like, as a player, you think about the whole year. You think about, like, uh, your future and where you want to go, what do you want to do the whole year. So I was thinking about the whole year, but it wasn't my focus. But it was somewhere in my head. Somewhere like, oh, at the end of, at the, end of the year, you got the, the draft, you have the combine. What do you want to do? So I take like through the whole year with my coach, with my coaches, my family, my my friend, my close friend. We talk about we talk about like what what should I do at the end of the year? Stay, leave. Like we got like both choice. And obviously, I did a great season. I had a great season, and because I had a great season, I had the chance to choose. Because at the end of this the fall semester. It wasn't for me, or oh, for sure I'm going to the MLS. It was for me, if I have the best opportunity, I'm going to the MLS. If the opportunity is not like the best for me, I'm staying at school. I really don't mind. That's what I feel like. No one, I know what I'm told to do. So I won't just send myself for like a cheap price. I feel like I am one of the best players, and I was one of the best players in the country, and I feel like I'm still one of the best players in the country. And also, I know who I am as a man. I know who I am as an individual. I know my identity. I know where I want to go. I know where I want to be. So it wasn't just like in my mind, I want to be a soccer player no matter what. I want to be somewhere, something in my life. So if it was MLS, yes, if it was an MLS and I had to stay in school, it was the same thing for me. So the process for me, I was really chill in my head. I wasn't like, 
like really stressed and like oh like the combine or the MLS. I was I go there, I do my thing, I play the way I know how to play. And if they propose me something, I take a time to think about and speak about with my family, with my agent. If we like it, we take it. If we don't like it, we don't. And I keep I stay in school and next year see what they offer me again. Or next year, like I'm doing something else, I can go back in Europe. I know how great I am, I know how great my God is, I know like the pain you have in my life. So it wasn't like a really hard focus because I knew already like like I feel like if you know who you, who you are and you know where you want to go, it's easy now to make choice because you don't accept every choice. Yeah, well you made the right one and that led to being drafted. So I was just wondering what did it feel like to finally be drafted? You know, after all the, you know, the moves, different teams, you know, tough games over the years, challenging wins. What was it like for it all to come together and know that you got drafted? Just the beginning. Like, I've been working my whole life for, like, just be a professional soccer player. And it's been hard my whole life. So I, in my head, it was like, if it was that hard to just become a professional soccer how much harder is to stay at this level and make a great impact? I'm not just happy about being drafted. Like I'm not just happy about like being a professional. I want to be great. I want to be great. I want to do something great. I want to last in soccer. So it wasn't like oh like exciting. Like I was happy about, but I already switch and switch my focus. And I was now is the beginning of something new, and I have to work for doing something. I want to be. I want to be great. All right, so you've been drafted. There's going to be a lot of practices with this team, getting to know the guys. There's going to be high expectations. You know, you're going to power through that. What's it going to be like knowing that you're going to take the field one day for your debut with thousands and thousands of people cheering your name? It's going to be your debut. There's probably going to be a lot of spotlight on you because, you know, you're a high draft pick. But there's also going to be a lot of people watching you as well. What's that all going to be like and uh, being able to take that all in? Uh, like, I don't think it will be something new. Like, I'm focused. I'm so, I'm really locked in. I'm focused on where I want to go. So, like, obviously you have more people watching now, but I never wait for people to watch me to be to do what I was doing. I always like trying to do the best thing. I always work hard. So it wasn't because people was watching. People actually never watch me. I, I always have to play. I have to do the thing on my own because it was the only thing to make it where I want to go. So today having people watching me won't change my mindset, won't change like who I am. I will play the same way I usually play. I will do the same thing. I have more people watching now, but it doesn't really change who I am and how I'm going to play. That's a great mindset. You know, you make your debut. I'm going to try to see if I can find that MLS streaming way to watch the game. But JC, you come to Gillette Stadium one day to play the Revolution. I'll be there. And thank you for doing this interview. Best of luck, and we'll stay in touch, man. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice one. You too.